Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Now, uh, it's no secret that I've been a long-time fan of this next guest. Uh, he's joined me many times over the years uh, on this show as well, for which we are always thankful. Uh, I've got to say, set to release 16th solo album. That is uh, that's an incredible achievement. Uh, the Weirwolves of Portland... Uh, once again, what a pleasure to be talking to the one and only Mr. Paul Gilbert. Paul, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm thinking about the key of B flat. <laughs> Do you know why I'm thinking about the key of B flat? Tell me why. Uh, because I, I, on video, I can see there's a, a cutout stand-up poster of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And I was surprised to find that the Star Wars theme is in the key of B flat. So that's it's, it's, I'm thinking it's for the horns. Yeah. The, the horn players like to be in B flat, and there's, you know, the trumpets and something. Oh dear, indeed. Yeah, uh, you know your your sort of uh, your level of knowledge of just uh, the the w- most weird and wonderful music. Uh, it, it knows no bounds. The sort of music that you can just sort of pull out of a hat and say, "Oh, let's just play the Star Wars theme." There you go, in B flat, amazing. <laughs> well, that's that's because that's kind. Of, I choose the ones I know. There's, <laughs> pl- there's there's plenty of bounds. There's bounds all over the place. Indeed, can you imagine? So, Paul, here to chat uh, about the new album, Werewolves uh, of Portland. Uh, I've been fortunate to have a preview copy. Uh, Once again, uh, just always raising the bar with your releases uh, and never fail to amaze. Uh, This one, again, uh, just some wonderful music on there. Uh, Sort of, you know, from sort of that, that, I suppose, jazz funky, that blues, the rock, the shredding that people... I'm not a big fan of the term shredding, but that the digital dexterity uh, that uh, that you possess clearly evident uh, on this album and it seems has it been quite a while for it sort of sat there in the can as it were before this release because i do recall some sort of socials around it quite some time ago well it was it was a nice combination between having some time to sit with the melodies and and to have the the deadline running out <laughs> and panicking to get the arrangements together <laughs> right. and, uh, you, you need some deadline panic. Yeah. I'll say you. By that, I mean me. Yeah. Every, everybody. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to have that a little, a little bit to get things rolling. But uh, to, to me, the, the, the thing that I have to point out is, is that the guitar player on the album is okay, but I, I'm, I'm really fond of the drummer. <laughs> and, and that was, man, you know, and my first plan on the album was, was to, to use my live band because yeah. that's what i did in the last album and i really liked the way it turned out but uh with the, with the lockdown and everybody being told to stay home uh you know i i've had to rethink it and nobody knew how long it was going on yeah it wasn't, it wasn't like okay we're gonna everybody's gonna stay home and then here's a definite date that no matter what we're not gonna stay home anymore that that wasn't the case it was like <laughs> maybe two weeks maybe a month you know we don't know and so i was kind of 
like everybody else watching and waiting and all of a sudden i realized man six months have gone by yeah and and i still haven't played a note of this <laughs> recorded a note of this record i gotta get going you know this is i can't wait forever so i th- you know, i really was hanging on to the, to the live band idea but I, I finally thought i gotta rethink this and uh so i ended up playing all the instruments myself which i didn't know if i could do right it wasn't it wasn't like i confidently strode into the studio going oh well this is going to be fabulous <laughs> so, look, look look out here i come it was it was it was more like well we'll give it a try and and uh you know, if it's all right, we'll keep going. If it's not, we'll we'll we'll, we'll search for Plan C. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we started with an easy one. The, f- the first song we recorded was called "Meaningful," and that was, uh, you know, it's one of the slower tunes. And I, I had a melody for it, which I I remember sitting down with the engineer and just going, "I got this this uh, melody that like what gives life meaning, what makes me want to get up in the morning, what makes me want to tell my friends that they gotta see this." Like an upside down guitar from the guy in Kiss. Oh, and when my love comes on, it's so meaningful. And it went on a really long melody. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what do you want to do with it? And I was like, well, I want the guitar to be the singer, you know. And then I, I, you know, I got to play the drums, and that was relatively easy to play the drums on. Right. And then the next song we did was, was Werewolves of Portland, yeah. which was much faster. You know, <laughs> and uh, so the, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, by the end of that, I, I realized that I had. I, I should bring like extra t-shirts to the session <laughs> <laughs> the thing is though you are very you're very modest on there because i've got proof uh, and that proof uh, is on here uh the vernon solo cd with you clearly drumming back in the day so uh i think you are quite proficient on the drums and the fact is the album uh you know it it, it clearly rocks with you doing all the instruments on it <laughs> Well, you know, with with nowadays, you know, you can do little fixes in Pro Tools. So yeah, if yeah. my kick drum's a little off center, you know, you can fix it. So, you know, thanks to the engineer, I, I could I could masquerade as as a drummer. But the, the process <laughs> of that was the, the process of that was so much fun. I really, especially like with, with the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't. I'm not really an exerciser anyway. You know, I'm not a person that, that you know. Is at, I'm not always at the gym working out. But yeah. I, I, you know, I, I had a habit of of walking around the neighborhood or riding my bicycle, and I wasn't doing that as much. So to be able to to like sit behind a kit and and like you know get a workout playing yeah. playing drums, it, that just cheered me up like you wouldn't believe. You know, I was like, that, that was that saved me. You know, just be able to like, <laughs> dash away at something and work up a sweat. You know? <laughs> yeah, burn up a few calories. Uh, I always find oh, I find it fascinating as well that I mean you just you went through a few lyrics there uh, on meaningful and the fact that you actually write lyrics to help you develop the melodies for the guitar lines. Well, there was there was some jazz player I, I can't remember his, his name, but it was a story. He was in the studio playing his horn, and he stops. And the you know, recording engineer goes, well, "Why'd you stop?" And he goes, well, "I forgot the words." Oh wow! And and so he you know he was singing in his head, and and that it it, it as you know in a way it 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 sounds like like kind of an indirect way to play, but 
it uh, that at, at its core is is where music comes from. You know, yeah. it comes from you know hitting a stick with a or hitting a rock with a stick or hitting the ground with your foot and and humming or singing, and that is like where you know the the core of music. You know, when, you, when you're a caveman and you, you just <laughs> feel the need to hum something, um, and. Uh, as a, as a guitar player, you know, and, and you know, you learn all scales and everything, and, yeah. and, and you, you know, certainly you can find art anywhere, but uh, that core thing of like finding a melody that that came from singing is a real power to it. Yeah. And and I've always been a fan of, of of bands that had singers, and and even though I'm a, you know a guitar player, a lot of a lot of me being a guitar player doesn't necessarily have to do with me loving guitar. It has to do with I've got big hands, and that's what I did best. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I wanted to be a singer. If I, if I had been, if I had, you know, been born with some great singing voice, you know, if I had Freddie Mercury in there, you know, I, I, I'd be a singer for sure. <laughs> right. um, but that wasn't the case. You know, it's like, oh, I can kind of, you know, like I can, I can sing notes, but I don't know if texture is something that everyone wants to hear. Yeah. But, with, but with guitar, it, you know, that was something that always felt like it had a lot of uh, momentum to it. You know, yeah. the more, the more work I put in, I would get, it would I'd be uh, rewarded, you know. I, I would, I would. The more I practiced, the more the further along I, I went. Um, but I, I, when I, in my early days, I didn't work on melodies, and it was really when you don't work on something, you know, I mean, with, with an instrument, you yeah. know, you, it, it takes you got to put in some some time to get things to work. And uh, I never really worked on melodies until very recently, in the last few years, and it 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 at first. You know, it was a real imbalance. You know, I work on a melody, and it, and I would not sound, <laughs> right. it would not sound great. And you know, of course, I'm you know already had established myself, and so I, you know, if you bring in some new element to your music, yeah, your listeners are comparing it to what they want. You know, if you if like, I always use the metaphor of cornflakes. You know, people <laughs> buy a box of cornflakes, and they expect cornflakes. You yeah, know, they, they they don't want like some bad hamburger coming out of the box. <laughs> you know, they want the good cornflakes. And and so you know I've, I've kind of developed my brand as a shredder. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and so if if I you know if I have some new hobby like oh I like playing melodies now, you know I've got, uh, it's 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 a lot it's some pressure. You know, I've got to work you know make it good enough <laughs> where where the people who expect me to be you know doing the shred stuff yeah, they yeah. hear it. You know, if, if a hamburger comes out of the cornflakes box, it's got to be a good enough burger where people are like, well, it smells kind of good. I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. <laughs> well, I, I definitely think that you've got the, the cornflakes and the hamburger on this album, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it, was it, um, was it out of, more out of necessity then that you decided to do all the instruments? Uh, and is that sort of something that you think, well, actually, you know, I've done it once. Maybe I'm going to be doing this a bit more often. Well, it, uh, I mean, actually, I, I set up a drum kit in my studio, which yeah. I never thought I'd do. All right. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to get off. It's, it's hard to do anything quickly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing with when you get a whole band, you can make magic happen so quickly. You know, you just sort of go like, I got this song, here's three chords, and everybody learns it. And, and, and within 10 minutes, you can make magic. Yeah. Um, when when you when you and I'm trying I'm trying to get close to that. I'm trying to set it up in my studio where uh, everything is just ready to go, and I'm kind of giving myself these challenges. Like in an hour, can I make a song? You know, oh, right, okay. And, and then that's and the whole thing is like is that balance between perfect and good enough, because good enough often turns out better than perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
because if if you do if you do one perfect you know you know it'll take it'll take seven years and it won't be perfect if you do like if you do 20 good enoughs you know some will they'll be all over the place some will be not good enough some will be all right but you'll you almost by accident you'll get a couple perfects in yeah, thrown yeah. in and you can't plan them you know you just hope and, and but uh that's what ends up happening and so that, that, i'm kind of setting that up but i've already got another record plan that i'm you know i don't, I don't know if i'm gonna I'll probably do half and half because if anything the, the problem with doing it myself is hard to make videos yeah yeah because like i don't want to see a video of me playing everything i mean i used to think oh wouldn't that be cool you know look at me on drums and, look at me. and it's like i don't, I don't want to see myself that much um <laughs> right. you know, and, and so uh I, I thought what I could do if, you know, for the next album maybe is like do some of the stuff that way j just to because it's I enjoy it or maybe the results good yeah but yeah. also do some stuff with the band because you know I got my shots and we're you know starting to starting to open up a little bit in the world yeah indeed and, uh, maybe do like a half and half but then again plan, you know as as you know plans can go absolutely yeah, yeah yeah you mentioned there about the video uh, obviously uh, just released Werewolves of Portland video uh, what a fantastic video of sort of modern interpretive werewolves dancing I, I love it absolutely love it and of course there you're on it uh, and uh, a boy werewolf as well making a special appearance that, that's yeah that's my son yeah. he, 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 he doesn't particularly enjoy my my music in fact <laughs> because because if i'm making music that means i'm not playing lightsabers with him yeah yeah <laughs> and, and he'd, he'd much rather you know play with some toys or something but he uh, he does like to dance and uh and, and so I, I knew the important part was to not let him hear the music until we got to the the, the video studio oh, right because you know the, his first takes are always going to be the best yeah so I just told him, I said, and he was excited to wear the costume. So, you know, I, I, we, we both wore the wolf masks and the tails and he, he did some great dancing and, uh, you know, I got him on the drums and guitar a little bit. Actually, I, I got him a double neck, like a, it's, it's a micro, which is a smaller version of, of yeah. uh, Ibanez. And I got him a micro double neck. They, they put it together in two days. They just like oh. chopped two and, and threw <laughs> right. them together. And it was, but it was still really heavy for him. So he, he, he could, he could have that on for about three seconds before he was going, ah, too heavy. <laughs> we, we still had fun with that. And, uh, yeah, that one, I mean, I, 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 I you just heard me say, like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to make a video where I have to look at myself to all these things. I was just going to say, but, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the thing that, that to me makes that work is that, you know, the, the, I'm playing guitar in some of it. Um, you know, there's some things of, of where I'm playing drums and 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 and. Uh, but but and if anything, like the dancing, and man, you know, if you told me like you, I'd be dancing in a video, you, I'd, I'd never believe you in a thousand years. <laughs> but somehow, b being a wolf, yeah, it changes it because I'm I'm not dancing as a human being. Like, oh, look at me doing my cool moves. I'm I'm dancing as an animal. Absolutely. And and and, and that s somehow made it okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it also, it also really hurt me, man. I, mean, I, I I could barely bend over for the next two weeks. <laughs> my, my, my hips and my knees hurt so much from, because you know you you see a little bit of dancing in the video, yeah. but you know there was a lot more takes. I can and, imagine. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and after after a whole day of that, I thought, man, I, I've like underestimated how hard <laughs> dancing is. I thought playing drums was hard, you know, physically. It's nothing compared to dancing. <laughs> oh no, it's not a sign of age creeping up, is it? <laughs> 
just just a little bit. Uh, talk yeah. musically as well. I mean, uh, through the album, if I can just talk about that sort of briefly. And actually, uh, Werewolves of Portland again, uh, because there's sort of it's almost like there's elements that are a, a homage of uh, of previous sort of melodies and tunes that sort of creep in there. And I don't know whether that's purposeful or it's just because it's part of the Paul Gilbert psyche. But within Werewolves of Portland, there's a run that was familiar to me that's from Into the Night, and I just thought I, as it goes, did 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 did, did and I expected it to like you know have yourself or uh, Jeff coming screaming into the night and, and it didn't <laughs> so, but I, I, so I was just going to say is that purposeful or was it just like purely because it's just within you as it were <laughs> well, first, of all, first of all I, I thought you were going to say that it was the howl the uh... <laughs> which is, is kind of like the uh... But yeah, the, the, the scaly part that whenever I hear that, I always think of Rush. Yeah. Rush had that song, uh, Free Will. The... Yes. And all, the other scaly thing was in the trees. There were the. the... So there was Alex Lyson had some cool little scale fills yeah. that he would he would put in. Yeah. And so I probably got it from that. And and it, the, the the most similar like I had a song on the Get Out of My Yard record called Hurry Up. Yes. Which was a you know a, a direct reference to Rush. And that was very kind of scaly. <laughs> So, um, and I suppose just listening to Bach. You know, <laughs> you know, like up and down the scale thing. Um, yeah, so I wasn't thinking Into the Night, although Into the Night was written when, like, I just started going to GIT. Yeah. Which is a good guitar school, and of course, you know, most schools. The first thing they do is they is they dump a bunch of dump, dump a bunch of scales on you. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I took, you know, and it was it was I, I loved it, you know, because I was kind of ready for it. Um, and I they they taught how to harmonize a scale where you you you'd take a phrase and then you'd harmonize it down within the same scale. Yeah. And I and I did that with a chord. You know, I, I, I would sort of, you know, take one phrase and, and work it all through the scale, if, you know, using my ear to, to guide me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a, a new idea to me at the time. And I, I, so that's maybe where that came from a, a bit. Yeah. But I, I was more thinking of Warren Zevon and Rush. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like this. Is that the, sort of a direct reference then, sort of stolen from there, Werewolves of London, then obviously Werewolves of Portland? Or is or do you have a problem with Werewolves in Portland then? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I wrote the title, I actually had um, was a couple of years ago. I was doing some new lessons for my guitar school, yeah. And I and I needed to to, to give them titles because this was like a like an official new section. And one of the titles I thought of was Werewolves of Portland, and the, the that particular lesson it was based on a riff that I came up with. It's totally different. I didn't use that thing at all, but the title stuck with me. Like I thought it was I thought it was an interesting title, and um, and I you know I just. It, it it sort of stuck with me, and so I, th- I thought, well, I like things that stick. Yeah. So so I I thought that might be cool, and I and I had already come up with the um that melody, which was based on a lyric. I've got, I've got to look out for the werewolves. I'll take a big breath. Ah, you know. 
and then uh, so and then I, I had already you know th these days you do everything backwards compared to the way you used to do it you right. know before when you do an album it would be secretive about it and you wouldn't let anybody know until it's done <laughs> yeah and, and and then you'd 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 somehow start promoting it these days you have to like sell it before you even make the thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you, so you, you you have to announce the title and you, you haven't like played it you haven't written a note yet <laughs> and and it's you know it's a little bit unsettling for you know being but but i you know i've done it enough where it's like okay just you know this is well, this is my plan i haven't done it yet but let's pre-tell <laughs> yeah yeah and so i i had already uh you know announced the title and uh, and then you know it, I live in Portland and it started getting crazy. You know, people lighting stuff on fire and and, and, and I'm just going like I don't know if you know th this werewolves of, of Portland title is really taking on a new meaning. I don't know if I like the meaning. You know, I, I'm not really you know I, I, I don't want to be in a war. You know, and uh, so so anyway, you know I I I, I went so far as to like my. I, uh, website where they sell t-shirts and they're like man it's christmas is coming up you got to put out some t-shirts i'm like oh okay and so i thought well I'll promote the new record and i thought oh i don't know if i can put werewolves of portland so i just put i made it i printed a bunch of t-shirts that just said werewolves yeah i took, I took the of portland out and then i kind of i felt felt funny about that that's just the title's not as good werewolves of portland is a better title yeah yeah <laughs> and so i thought i thought okay screw current events i'm, I'm keeping my title <laughs> <laughs> You talk about titles, the title of the album. Uh, but uh, again, uh, some wonderful titles uh, on the album uh, of tracks. Problem Solving People, A Thunderous Ovation Shook the Columns, which was just uh, uh, recently released, I believe. Professorship at the Leningrad Conservatory. I understand that's about Shostakovich. Uh, and, and then argument about pie, weird and wonderful. Uh, uh, reasoned logic behind those particular uh, song titles, then. Well, well, they're all based on lyrics, and uh, and some of the you know, some things are like the the professorship at the Leningrad University, and also a thunderous ovation shook the columns. Those are both from researching the classical composer uh, Dmitri Sashtakovich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I said the new. I, I was, I was aware that it was. Yeah, I was aware that it was Shostakovich. That's why I thought, okay, there's those two, uh, two titles. What a weird and wonderful subject matter that is. But, uh, <laughs> there, there was the, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 an odd time right now. The, you know, yeah. the last couple of years, and uh, when when I think about odd times, I, I think about other people who have had to survive odd times. <laughs> yeah. And when I, I, I'm a big fan of, of uh, Shostakovich's Fifth Symphony. I'm not really familiar with his other work, but the Fifth Symphony is I've listened to a lot. It's 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 just if you haven't heard it, it, it you know, check it out. It's a, it's an amazing symphony, really different than you might expect. Right. You know, if you like metal, yeah. You know, this is some this is a real metal. You know, the, the <laughs> intro. <laughs> It's serious. I mean, I got chills just from playing that thing. I, I, I played it in the wrong key anyway, but that, that's Shostakovich's uh, Fifth Symphony is amazing. But anyway, you know, he's a Russian composer, you know, mid 20th century. And I, I forget what piece. It was some piece he had written. And, <coughs> excuse me. And, and, and Joseph Stalin is, is, you know, the leader of the country. Yeah. And, and Joseph Stalin goes, hey, Shostakovich, that, that last thing you wrote, I didn't like that too much. 
you know, <laughs> the, 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 the next one, the next one, I'd, I'd better like it. And if not, you know, man, off, off, to, off to Siberia with you, oh, wow. you know, off, 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 you know the, off to the death camp you go. And so, you know, it, it, you know, people, the, you know, the, the modern musicians, you know, the things we complain about are like, oh, man, the record company's not being cool to me. You know, it's like, <laughs> You know, or you know, or or you know, uh, cancel culture. You know, I, I can't write the lyrics about something. You know, yeah, and yeah. Like, man, you know, I, I, I might get a little bee in my bonnet about that stuff, but then I, I look at what what Shostakovich had to deal with. You know, the the, the freaking leader of you know the, the you know the communist dictators telling yeah. him, you know, if I don't like your new, your new <laughs> symphony, off to Siberia you go, for you know, to go to the death camp. <laughs> And, and I'm just thinking, you know, and, and and what did he do? You know, he wrote a, one of the greatest symphonies of all time. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, <laughs> good motivation, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, anyway, and, and that's an, to me, that was an interesting story. Yeah. And, and in, in reading about that, I came across those two phrases. One was a thunderous ovation shook the columns, which uh, was, was about how people responded to the Fifth Symphony. And the other was uh, the professorship at the Leningrad uh, Conservatory, which was just in in reading about his the, what what the history of Shostakovich. Yeah. He was he, yeah. he was granted a professor. So I would just come across these these little phrases and, and go like, I wonder if I wonder if I could sing that. <laughs> and what's the one? That, it was like uh, he was granted a professorship at the Leningrad Conservatory, and that that I turned into a melody. And right. then, if you listen to the song, that that's what I'm playing. Yeah. And you know, the other one was a thunderous salvation shook the columns. You know, it's it's all you know. I, I turn it into a melody. Oh, wow. And then the same thing with my own stuff, you know, with argument about pie. You, know, you can never get in an argument about pie. And then that becomes the, you know. So that that's it's a way to. Um, and the nice thing too is I don't have to I don't have to finish the lyric. Yeah. You know, once it, <laughs> it, it, it just sort of like you know gets me rolling, and and after a while the melody kind of takes on a life of its own, and and I'm just sort of humming, and it, it, it's it, you know music is really the goal. I mean all that all the story stuff. Maybe if I was better at stories, you know, then I would really want to have a, a you know, a, a, I'd want to complete the idea. But to, to me, it's it's more like a scaffolding, yeah. That 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 lets me build the music around it, and then you know, it's enough of a story where, I, you know, in an interview, I can tell a little story about it. <laughs> I do. But you know, I, I, I want to be a musician more than a storyteller. <laughs> All right. So does that mean then you're not sort of not contemplating going back to writing sort of comprehensive lyrics for your next album then? Well, the, the, if it happens, it happens. But you know, again, my my expertise lies in in, in, playing <laughs> in the, the fingers <laughs> more than more than than you know writing a, 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 a you know being an expert storyteller i've put a lot more time into the instrument <laughs> so you know i've, I've, I've hopefully i still have time left in my in, in my in my in my life so who knows where it'll go but that, that, that's where it is at the moment indeed indeed listen paul i i know that uh, we're pushed for time i really do appreciate you chatting to us uh so uh, i think we'll call it there i just want to say once again, always a pleasure chatting to you. Uh, thanks very much for taking the time out and serenading me with the Star Wars theme. What more could I ask? Absolutely. <laughs> well, what's, what's the uh, what's the Darth Vader one? That was in G minor, maybe. Uh, no, sorry, I, I can't remember. Uh, that, 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 was, that was the other one. Indeed. Right, well, thank you so much. Hey, Rock Paul. And roll. 